Let's chat about how to get what you need for your home when you don't have a lot of cash or credit. You can do that at Aaron's. Rent to own appliances, furniture, and tech from top brands like HP, Samsung, and Ashley. But say you don't need it anymore, no problem. At Aaron's, you can return your product at any time or even upgrade it for something new. Life's always changing. With Aaron's, your stuff can change right along with it. Keep it, return it, upgrade it. Aaron's fits your life instead of the other way around. Approval isn't guaranteed and some restrictions apply. See your local store for details. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. The Volume. All right, welcome to Hoops Tonight here at The Volume. Happy Thursday, everybody. We are live on AMP, so if you're watching this on YouTube or listening on a podcast feed, don't forget AMP is the very first place that you guys can get these shows. Also, coverage of the Eastern Conference Finals here at Hoops Tonight is brought to you by Chase Freedom Unlimited. How do you cash back? Well, the Boston Celtics are now halfway to the greatest comeback in the history of the NBA. And I did a video um, yesterday talking about three things that I thought they had to do to have a chance to pull this off. And I thought a lot of those things kind of came to fruition in this particular game. I'm excited to break it all down. You guys know the drill before we get started. Subscribe to the Volumes YouTube channel so you don't miss any more of our videos. Follow me on Twitter at underscore JasonLT so you guys don't miss any show announcements. And if for whatever reason you miss one of these videos and you can't get back over to YouTube to finish, don't forget you can find them wherever you get your podcasts under Hoops Tonight, last but not least, you guys have heard me talk about Game Time, the fastest growing ticketing app in the United States. If you're looking to get out to an NBA game, a baseball game, a um, a concert, or a comedy show, Game Time has amazing last minute deals on tickets to all of these. So if you're looking to get out to a game in the NBA Finals, Game Time has you covered. If you want to, if you're in the Miami area and you want to be there for an incredible Game Six, Game Time has a deal for you. They've taken great care of me in the past, and uh, um, you're going to find a great seat. You're going to get a great deal on it. You're going to know exactly where it is. It's a smooth user experience. I highly recommend it. So no matter where you live, get out and have some fun this week. Download the Game Time app, enter your email, and redeem code HOOPS for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, enter your email and the code HOOPS. That's H-O-O-P-S for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, let's talk some basketball. So, you know, there's this old cliche um, I think it actually originally was from a basketball coach. I might be wrong about that. But the cliche goes, hard work beats talent when talent 
doesn't work hard. Now, in this series, it's a little more convoluted than that because it's not just hard work from Miami. It's also better execution, which was kind of a theme during the NBA Finals last year that that was the um, uh, probably the biggest driving factor was execution. So it's less about trying hard and more about um, making the right basketball decisions on a play-by-play basis. And But fundamentally, the biggest difference between this year's Boston team and last year's Boston team is their consistency of effort. Last year, execution kind of ebbed and flowed, and they would get out of the out of whack that way. But they were always consistently a dominant defensive team, and they just haven't been that way this year throughout the entire regular season. And then again in this postseason run, going into Game Four, they were eight points worse per per one hundred possessions um, on the defensive end than they were in last year's playoff run. That that's a huge difference. Think about how much that would be on the offensive end of the floor, like. For that Denver series, they score 122 points per 100 possessions against the Lakers. Imagine if that's 114 instead. You're not looking at a sweep anymore. You might be looking at a long series or a Laker win. Like, that's a huge, that's a gigantic difference in commitment to the defensive end of the floor. So, hard work does beat talent when talent doesn't work hard. But when the talent does work hard, there's nothing you can do about it. And that combination with Boston in particular is so devastating. We did that video yesterday talking about the three things Boston had to do to pull off this comeback. And the first one was fight. Because in game three, they did not fight. They let go of the rope and let themselves get their ass kicked by an inferior team from a talent perspective, right? And they brought the requisite fight in game four. They responded to the runs. That was step one. Could they continue that into this game? Absolutely. And you saw that in all of the effort and energy parts of the game. They had a 17 to 7 advantage in second chance points, but particularly you saw it on the defensive end of the floor. Like you're going to see certain things that are impacted by length and athleticism, which is an advantage that Boston has. You're going to see that in contested rebound situations. Boston out rebounded them tonight. You're going to see that running up and down the floor in transition. You know, uh, Boston got out in transition more tonight. Like that, that's a huge natural part that comes with athleticism, and that's easy because the offensive end is kind of easy, right? But the defensive end is the number one place where your athletic tools can impact winning. And so, to not devote resources in that direction is to play directly into Miami's strengths. The defensive intensity has to be the identity of this team that everything flows from. Remember last year. They would have these stretches where they would struggle with execution. They'd take some bad shots. They wouldn't be driving to kick. They'd be driving to try to finish in traffic. They'd complain about fouls, and they'd struggle with some transition defense stuff as they're getting stuck in the front court. But the defensive end was a consistent piece for them last year. It it has to be part of their identity. They forced the Heat for the second consecutive game into 16 turnovers. And just like in game four, those 16 turnovers led to 27 points off of turnovers. They dominated the game on the defensive end of the floor, and that was the difference. That has to be the identity of this team. But those of you guys who remember, the third piece that I mentioned was Jason Tatum has to be the focal point of the offense. And the idea there was rhythm. This is one of the most under-discussed elements in the game of basketball. But, you know, all things considered, why does a shot miss versus make, right? There's a muscle memory involved. And I talk about this a lot, but like, you know, NBA-level shooters, like if I put Jason Tatum on a shooting machine, 
or just gave him two assistant coaches to rebound. And I said, take 100 catch-and-shoot threes from the top of the key. He's going to make close to 80 of them, probably somewhere right around 75, 77 of those 100 shots, if not more. Yes, Steph Curry to do that drill, he's making 90 of them, right? So why is it that that dips down to 40% or less in a big playoff game? And the answer is because in a basketball game, it's not as clear cut. It's There's a rhythm. There's a, there is a flow to the game. And it's the guy that feels most comfortable with the basketball in his hands that typically ends up handling the ball better, shooting the ball better. The game slows down for them mentally and they make reads better. But you have to be in a flow. It, it's something you gain over the course of the game. And so if you disperse your ball handling dis, uh, uh, responsibilities too much, you could end up in a situation where no one is really feeling good. It's kind of like the too many hands in the pot element. Um, those of you guys who listen to the show, and I know there's some of you out there that play in co- high school or play in college, you ever go up to like a rec center or a uh, uh, just any LA fitness or something to play pickup and you meet up with a bunch of your buddies who also play in college and they're all good players and you all get on the same team and just the team just feels janky and there's not really a ton of flow, even though you're all talented and you all know how to play, but it's because you all can do stuff with the ball in your hands and there isn't a clear cut hierarchy. And sometimes it helps to just have one guy who's the guy and everyone else kind of playing off of them. And that's where Boston is at their best offensively. When the vast majority of possessions are dictated by Jason Tatum and then Jalen Brown gets his token isolations on the side and then everyone else is playing off of that attention. Everyone else is Attacking on the second side when Jason Tatum kicks to them and the defense is already in rotation. Attacking closeouts. Looking to shoot catch-and-shoot jumpers rather than trying to run plays for themselves. That's when Boston is at their best. And from the very start of this game, Jason Tatum absolutely dominated the basketball on the offensive end of the floor. First possession, transition, push. Don't mess around with the half court if you don't need to. He's one of the best athletes on the floor. Um, uh, Gets a nice left-handed layup off the glass. Then next possession, runs a side pick and roll with Al Horford, hits him with the pocket pass, right? So hasn't really done anything too extravagant, but the ball's flowing through him. From there, he starts attacking Kevin Love in pick and roll, so much so that Eric Spolstra promptly picks him out of the game. So first one, he runs a, uh, I think if I remember correctly, uh, at this point in the game, Kyle Lowry's guarding him. So he runs a pick and roll with Kevin Love, and Al Horford's the screener. And he comes off to the right side, and... Kyle Lowry is chasing over the top of the screen and Kevin Love just decides to leave and go back to Al Horford. So Jason Tatum goes up, boom, dunks it with two hands. Very next possession, they run the exact same play, right? Just don't need to do anything else. Don't need to go to a different player. Don't need to run a set. Like you've got an action that's working with a really good player that's now in rhythm. So Tatum dribbles off the screen. This time Kevin Love lingers and stays with Jason Tatum while um, Kyle Lowry's chasing over the top, throws the pass back to Al Holford at the top of the key, quick swing in the corner to Jalen Brown, who's wide open because, um, Bam Adebayo had to rotate, gets a wide open three and he knocks it down. After that, a couple possessions later, cleared side ISO against, uh, Max Struess. We talked a lot about this in our show yesterday, but when you clear the side, it makes it so that help can only come from one side. And when help is only coming from one side, that makes it a lot harder for that defender. It gives you more space to work with. He ends up beating Struess off the dribble to the right into the middle of the lane. Marcus Smart cuts down the middle, relocates to the left corner. Tatum throws a beautiful hook pass back over his head to uh, Smart in the left corner, knocks down the three. 
Um, after that, a nice little transition push and draws some, uh, applies some rim pressure, draws multiple defenders, swings to Al Horford, another extra pass to Marcus Smart in the corner, another three. Then those, uh, you guys might remember him trying to post up Max Struess on the right wing in a in a uh, clear side ISO situation. Tatum, uh, Jalen Brown kind of looks him off. Jalen Brown starts mixing up with the basketball. Jason Tatum is still calling for it. Then he spins off because Max Struess is trying to front him. And on the spin off, Jalen actually does lead him towards the basket. And Tatum makes this ridiculous touch pass to Al Horford in the corner. Because again, he's just seeing everything before it's happening. Because he's dominating every possession, he has control of the flow of the game. Now, Horford ends up uh, not shooting the ball. It ends up getting worked around. It goes back to Marcus Smart in the corner. He misses a three, but there's an offensive rebound, and Jason Tatum gets a wide-open three on the left wing, which he's going to make because the ball feels great in his hands because he's had control of it over the course of the game. Then Tyler Zeller checks into the game. Jason Tatum immediately starts attacking it. So Robert Williams does a really nice job on the first one of flipping the screen. So he sets up like he's going to go to the right side, uh, uh, on the right side of the screen. So to get Tatum going to his left. So Zeller sets up in a drop coverage on the right side of the screen if he's facing Tatum, right? At the last second, Rob Williams flips the screen. And as a result, Tatum gets around him. Gets into the lane and ends up making a really nice and one layup over Cody Martin. So, again, you could tell in Miami's coverage, Zeller has to pick a side of the screen based on which way he thinks Tatum is going so that he can catch him as he's driving to the rim. So, flipping the screen caught Zeller on the wrong side. So, very next possession. Again, don't need to do anything different. You've got something here that's working. These Miami Heat pick-and-roll defenders, these screen defenders in particular, cannot guard Jason Tatum in high pick-and-roll. So, they're on the exact same thing. This time, Zeller stays on that. Um, Zeller stays on the right side this time, expecting Rob to flip the screen again, just like he did on the previous possession. Nope. This time, Rob stays on the right side of Tatum. Tatum goes right around him, goes up and throws down that vicious one-handed jackhammer smash towards the end of the first quarter. Again, at this point, the game's basically over. They're up what eighteen or whatever they were up at that point. Everything's through Tatum. Again, I've said this a million times. I think Boston has the most talented roster in the entire NBA. But there needs to be a natural... They have to organize themselves just like any other basketball team. They need guys who run primary side action, secondary side action, guys who could spot up and attack closeouts, uh, big men that can operate in screen and pop screen and roll situations, right? Same thing goes for the defensive end of the floor. There's a list of responsibilities. You need your point attack guy, your lock and trail guy, your ball screen defender, your low man defender. Like, There's all these different things that you're trying to fill in responsibilities on the court. Just because you have more talent doesn't mean that those responsibilities don't need to be filled. They do. And one of the key responsibilities, like we talked about, is you need to have not just aggregate ball handling, but top-end ball handling. Your best ball handler needs to have good control over a basketball game. Now, Jason Tatum, I don't think, is as good as uh, as Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler's proven that over the last few playoff runs. With less talent, he's going toe-to-toe with Jason Tatum in back-to-back playoff series, right? But... If you run everything through Tatum and you let him be the focal point of the offense, he can at the very least play uh, Jimmy Butler close. And if he plays him close, then your athleticism advantage, your off-ball shooting advantage, your overall talent advantage, your overall all, all of those things will carry you the rest of the way. 
and it just slots everybody into a role, right? All of a sudden, Derek White's taking a lot more catch-and-shoot threes instead of doing stuff off of the bounce, right? All of a sudden, Jalen Brown's ISO touches that he go- that he gets aren't taking away from Tatum. They're taking away from the other players, which who cares? Tatum's the guy we want in a rhythm. Now, Jason- now Jalen Brown's in a better rhythm because he's getting his touches. It all just flows better when they slot properly with Tatum acting like a superstar rather than just one cog in a, in, a, in a complicated offensive system. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It is an insider's look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoops takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. Angie doesn't just get your home projects done, Angie gets them done well. With 20 plus years of experience combined with new tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. With over 220,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to get the job done well. The pros in the network are locally based, and they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area who have actually used their services. 
purposes. You all know what it's like to own a home. You walk around, like I walk into the kitchen the other day and my refrigerator is just making this horrible grinding noise. Or on Saturday, we were having a pool party. I had to use a couple outlets that I hadn't used in a while. And I found three or four outlets around the house that just didn't work. And that's super annoying. But the best part about Angie is it's a great tool to help you find the best available deal to get that work done and to get it done right. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project from start to finish. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. And you know, one of the biggest advantages of the way this game played out, same thing goes for game four, was there was a big lead. Like in game four, they were up double digits the vast majority of the fourth quarter. Game five, they're up 20 plus most of the second half, right? What that does is that relieves the pressure. This Boston team, they're so talented that when they play low pressure basketball and they're just kind of free flowing and it's okay if somebody randomly takes a bad shot, it's not going to totally disrupt things. They can get back down and go uh, uh, execute properly on the next possession. They just play free. They play low pressure basketball and they look great. But when things slow down, this is crazy. This stat is just mind-boggling. In the first two games, when the game was in a clutch situation, so when the score was within five with less than five minutes left, they played seven total minutes of clutch basketball in the first two games of the series. Miami had a plus 70.2 net rating in those seven minutes. They held Boston to a 53 offensive rating, and they scored against Boston at a 124 offensive rating. They dominate Boston in the slowdown environment because in that slowdown environment, that's where Miami's execution advantage becomes a big deal. Suddenly, Boston tightens up. They start to get nervous. That starts to lead into their worst tendencies, and they can have problems. Big margins equals loose basketball. Small margins equals tight basketball. You get the point. And in a tight basketball game, Miami has a huge advantage. And so as we look forward to game six, my, uh, Boston, I haven't seen it yet. Um, and maybe Ryan, you can check that out and text it to me. But they're, uh, I'm not sure what the line is yet, but my guess is that it's somewhere around five or six points. Like Boston's going to be a significant favorite, but everything is going to come down to can they keep the game in that loose kind of free-flowing nature if if Miami can keep it close if Miami can keep it close they have a chance to end this series in six Ryan just texted me it looks like Boston's only a three-point favorite so it's a little bit less than I thought um I, again they're probably factoring in there that Miami's going to play a very um Miami's going to play a very desperate brand of basketball which I expect them to Miami's not going to want anything to do with a game seven on the road in Boston but I think Boston would win a game seven so everything comes down to game six in Miami, got to keep it close, got to find a way to slow the game down into a slow-down half-court environment. Now, I was generally impressed with Miami today in the sense with just how they competed. You know, um, I thought Duncan Robinson did a lot of really good stuff off of the bounce, creating shots. I thought that uh, Caleb Martin still had his scoring pop that he had earlier. Hayward Highsmith, Hayward Highsmith, just using his athleticism to make plays defensively, knocking down open shots, attacking the rim when he had opportunities to. They they competed, but there's a talent advantage here. And so again, for Miami in particular, they're going to have to throw the kitchen sink in Game Six to keep this thing close. And then from there, it's the exact same thing that they use to win Games One, Two, and Three: slow down the game, keep it in the half court. Take care of the basketball so you can keep your defense set. And then on the offensive end of the floor, 
matchup hunt with cleared side isos for Jimmy Butler with Bam Adebayo operating in that kind of uh, dunker spot to semicircle area as a release valve. That's when they're at their best and just letting Jason uh, Jimmy Butler make plays. Again, like it's going to be they they've dug themselves in a hole. The Celtics have, so it's going to require perfection um, in order to close this thing out. And Miami's a great team with two fantastic players at the top and the best coach in the league, and they're going to have their home crowd behind them in a desperate situation to get to the NBA Finals. But you are the more talented team, Boston, and when you play hard and you run everything through Jason Tatum, you are the better team. And so that that's going to be the key for them in Game 6. All right, guys, that is all I have for tonight. Uh, keep an eye on the feeds tomorrow morning. I've got a 35-minute special that I recorded today that just – Goes over all things NBA offseason for the Los Angeles Lakers. Dove into a bunch of stuff there. And then we will be going live again on Saturday night after the final buzzer of Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Finals. As always, I appreciate you guys rocking with me, and I will see you tomorrow morning. Let's chat about how to get what you need for your home when you don't have a lot of cash or credit. You can do that at Aaron's. Rent to own appliances, furniture, and tech from top brands like HP, Samsung, and Ashley. But say you don't need it anymore, no problem. At Aaron's, you can return your product at any time or even upgrade it for something new. Life's always changing. With Aaron's, your stuff can change right along with it. Keep it, return it, upgrade it. Aaron's fits your life instead of the other way around. Approval isn't guaranteed, and some restrictions apply. See your local store for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.